calling all high performers, goal getters, and anyone aiming to be the most empowered versions of themselves. Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place for you to learn, to be encouraged, and to grow through whatever life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we cover the hard truths, share tips, tricks, and tools on all things habits, wellness, consistency, and of course, mindset. Are you excited yet? Me too. Let's jump in. What's up and welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton, and what a beautiful day it is outside, wherever you are. I hope that you have the opportunity, if it is warm where you are, to get outside, absorb some of that sunshine. Just take a minute to be grateful for the fact that we are alive, we exist, and as easy as it is to just go through our days, recognize the fact that we are healthy we can move our bodies, we can change our lives, we can do things, small tweaks here and there that can make giant impacts. We are super incredible beings when it comes down to it through and through. We just don't give ourselves enough credit most of the time. But wherever you are today, whether you are in a good mood, you're in a bad mood, you are feeling frazzled or frustrated, I hope that this episode will just give you a little bit of context, a little bit of value, and some ideas of how you can get more control into your life and command your days rather than reacting to them and putting out fires. I know how stressful it can be to be in situations where things keep getting piled onto your plate and it's not really out of your scope, so you're not sure what to do with it and you're not sure how you're gonna juggle everything and so you get overwhelmed and things happen and you just don't feel like there's ever enough time in the day for you, for you to show up, for you to take care of yourself, for you to do the things that you want to do. And that's really frustrating to live a life feeling as though your days do not belong to you, that your time is owned by everyone else. When you are the living, breathing, soul-brained person that everyone is demanding or that you're giving away the time to, you have to be a little bit aware of the fact that you may be in a situation, if you've been going through this for a while, that your time might not belong to you right now. But what I'm gonna teach you today, what I'm gonna show you, what we're gonna talk about is how to create a kick-ass morning routine for yourself so that you can command your day. You can start your day from a place of confidence, a place of peace, and a place of knowing that you are in control of the things that you will and won't engage with, the things that you will and won't do with your time, and the priorities that you set for yourself throughout the day. So morning routines have become a huge topic, especially in the last couple of years as the pandemic has kind of wiped out everyone's typical routines and had us build everything all over again. Um, People are always looking for healthier routines, healthier ways to just get their day started. And those with a morning routine, statistically speaking, will be more likely to be highly productive. I read a study while I was researching for this episode that showed that those with a morning routine consider themselves to be highly productive at 92%. 92% of people who have a morning routine consider themselves to be a highly productive person. However, those without a morning routine had the same question and their answer was 79%. Of the, of the people asked who didn't have a morning routine felt that they were highly productive. That's a pretty large gap. And 
I am a high achiever myself. I am a high performer. And if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely are too. So if you are someone who doesn't have a morning routine, but you consider yourself to be highly productive, then let me challenge you today during this episode to take some notes to consider creating a morning routine for yourself that's truly going to amplify you, lift you up, and give you that extra push of highly productive that you didn't even understand was there. So as I was saying with all of our percentages and how it's really important to recognize the impact and the importance of having a morning routine, there's also the fact that if you look at anyone Any CEO, any high-performing executive in a company, business owners, coaches, people who are flourishing in their businesses or in their lives, a lot of them are high performers and they all have a firm morning routine that sets their intention for the day. Whether it's I'm going to be driven, I'm going to be intentional with my time, I'm going to be really smart with the way that I manage my team or I work with my team today. It starts with getting up early. It starts with choosing things that pour into them and their individual personal goals so that they can then take this full cup of them being their best selves and go into work, go into their businesses, go into their careers, go into wherever they need to be and thrive, being able to pour out onto other people, to lead, to guide other people, but without the stress and the frustration and the feeling of being taken advantage of or other things like that. So my morning routine, just as an example, because I'm gonna start telling you shortly what the four steps are that I think are really important to creating a sustainable morning routine and a super kick-ass morning routine for yourself. But this is kind of what mine looks like so that you can get a general idea. Right now, I am working on getting up earlier. Now, I don't like to blow past my comfort zone, so right now I'm getting up anywhere between six and six, 15-ish or so right now I'm starting to work my way back and once I get up I have a ginger um, kind of gut shot because right now my my, uh, GI is a little bit funky so I'm working on healing that and so I take this gut shot first thing in the morning drink a bunch of water and then I'll have my coffee I'll sit down with whatever the book is that I'm currently reading for the month which this month is called the one thing highly recommend it and I'll then sit and I have my notebook, I have my books stacked on top of each other right where I always sit to have my coffee with my pen. And right after I finish my coffee and right after I finish working through the reading that I'm doing, I'll sit down and I'll journal, what are my intentions for the day? What are the goals? What are the things that I'm trying to do that are actually gonna move the needle towards where I wanna be? And how can I be really intentional and really authentic in getting to that place? Because when you set the intention for the day and you decide that you're gonna command your day from this point of view, it's a lot easier to not get so shifted between the day and the things that happen. You feel more anchored in your intentions for the day and the things that you're setting out for yourself. So once I do that, I'll usually go and take the dog for a walk and feed him because he is the best, cutest little Aussie doodle, but he is very needy when it comes to his walk. So after I get back from walking him, I'll usually take a cold shower. Yes, I take cold showers. We can talk about that's a whole different episode. (laughs) I'll get ready for work. I'll do my gratitude list, I'll make my day plan, and I'll head into the office. And when I do this, when I have my morning routine in place and I'm able to do it fully, it allows me to come into work with a feeling of I am prepared 
to take on the day because I already am aware and already have been calibrated to what I'm trying to accomplish, to what I'm trying to achieve today. And there are going to be hiccups as there always is throughout days, but I feel more prepared for handling them because I'm anchored to the goal that I have at the end of the day. So when you create a morning routine, keep in mind these little tips, okay? First off, start small. If you have never done a morning routine, you're not used to it, don't just assume that you're going to be able to get up at 5 a.m., read 50 pages of a book, work out, drink a green smoothie, get to work, and all that stuff. It takes time to build something that's actually authentic and genuine in your life. And so try and start really small. If you want to start reading a book, maybe just start with five pages a day and just commit to five pages a day. If you can read more, great. If you can't and you only have time to read five pages, perfect. The idea is not to be perfect. The idea is to be consistent and to be intentional with how you show up in your morning routine and how you show up as you create this so that it's a habit and not just something that is in one day and out the other. Now, when you start small and you build up, you actually allow the challenge for yourself to go, hey, this is getting easy for me. How can I push myself a little bit further? And I've told you this before, and I'll tell you again, every single time that you choose to get a little bit uncomfortable, to challenge your comfort zone just a little bit, it expands. And so you can by day, day by day, reading a little bit more here and there, reading a little bit more, reading a little bit more, reading a little bit more, can build that type of tenacity, that type of perseverance, that type of consistency that you need in every other area of your life by starting small and allowing it to build organically into your life, into your routine, and into your systems. So it will be uncomfortable, but keep leaning into that discomfort because like I said, your comfort zone will expand. You don't have to blow right past it, like I said, and get up at 5 a.m., but you do need to start maybe getting up 15 minutes earlier than you do. So it's a little uncomfortable, but not unmanageable. All the time, the biggest problem people have is they aim for perfect and they aim for 100% and they aim for, I got to go hard and then they fail and they can't stick up with it because it was too much too soon and then they fail, they can't do it, they fall off and then they wonder why things weren't working and why it was never going to get any better, why things didn't change. It's because they set too high of expectations for something that they are just starting out in. So I encourage you to start small, be really genuinely honest with yourself and be like, what can I genuinely do? What can I actually afford some time to? What can I give 15 minutes to if I only have 15 minutes? What can I give 30 minutes if I have 30 minutes? How can I wake up just a little bit earlier, go to bed a little bit later so that I have time for myself to either wind up or wind down from the day? These are all questions that you can ask and answer to yourself so that you can find the right way to do this for you. But The big tip that I'm going to leave you with as I get started, as I start telling you the steps is this, whatever it is that you're going to do, you need to make it easy, obvious, and attractive. I told you I have where I have my books. I have my books and my notebook in the exact same spot where I sit every single morning and have my coffee. It's obvious. I can't miss it. Not only is it obvious, But it's easy because it's in the exact same place every single day. It's not out of sight, out of mind. It's right there with my pen. Everything is right there. I don't need to get up if I've sat down. And in terms of like attractive, I know the benefit of giving this time to myself, of the 
of reading things that are entertaining for me that actually keep me engaged of buying notebooks that have a really pretty cover or buying a guide that has good journal prompts that I can really dive into making it something that I genuinely want to do because if you don't genuinely want to do what it is that you're going to do it's not going to last so you have to find things that challenge you but also empower you and allow you to grow in a way that really sparks your heart and sparks your interest so get away the the also oh my gosh I can't believe I forgot this tip oh thank god I remembered staring at my phone the the biggest thing when it comes to your morning routine if nothing else if you get nothing else out of this podcast episode please hear me when I say this your cell phone first thing in the morning will ruin every ounce of your productivity for the rest of the day why because the blue light in your phone activates the same area in the brain that cocaine does and when we go to sleep at night and we spend all day on our phones it's kind of like someone who is addicted to cocaine having an eight hour break while they sleep then getting up and immediately picking up their vice and getting right back at it it locks in the addiction It makes you check your phone three times more throughout the day than you would if you spend time away from your phone. So set your alarm on your phone, do your thing, but do not for the love of God, stare at your phone, pick your phone up, start on social media first thing in the morning. Okay. That will ruin any and all productivity levels for the day. I'm just going to tell you that if you don't believe me, give it a try for yourself. I know it for fact. So I'm just going to say that. The longer that you can stay away from your phone, the better. And another reason that you should consider doing this is because when you get on social media, when you open the news, you are bombarded with negativity, with all of the problems, with bombings or another school shooting or something going on with the freaking U.S. government. Don't even get us started on that one. Um, There's just so many things that are bombarding us the second that we open the door through our phone into the outside world. And if you've ever just spent a really quiet, peaceful morning away from your phone, you know the value of that piece and what it can do for your day, what it can do for your productivity levels. I'm not saying don't ever check the news, but I'm saying stay away from your phone as long as you can. Just see how long you can do it. And you will be amazed at what you're able to accomplish throughout the rest of the day, if you are able to stay away from your phone for an hour after you wake up, two hours after you wake up, maybe you don't necessarily have that option or you can't give that much time. So maybe you get up earlier so that you do have that time, right? It's all about choices here. And that's why when you create a morning routine, it's really important to start being really clear as to what it is that actually lights you up, what it is that actually fills up your cup so that you can create this beautiful morning routine, okay? So here are the steps of how to do this. The first thing you're going to do is you are going to choose one to three personally fulfilling items, like we just said, that fill up your cup and allow you to start your day by pouring into yourself. Because if something is interesting to you or it helps you feel like your absolute best, most confident self and it allows you to challenge yourself and to grow, then those are the things that you need to be giving your time to. Those are the things that fill up your cup. And so you want to start your morning with doing those things by pouring into yourself. Maybe it's a workout, maybe it's reading, maybe it's journaling, whatever it is for you. Excuse me, cup of tea, 
Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Must have not have had enough coffee this morning. Whatever it is, find the things that really matter to you, one to three items, so that you don't bog yourself down. And you figure out exactly what it is that fills up your cup so that you can start implementing it into your morning routine. The second thing that you are going to do is you are going to simplify the absolute S-H-I-T out of it, okay? Like, I want you to essentially, like, I wouldn't say dumb it down, but dilute it down as far as you possibly can to the simplest act. Like I was saying earlier, when you start small, you're able to build up organically because you start just naturally being able to automatically do what you started out doing. So it's easier to build upon it. So if you're reading, read five pages, five to 10. As you get comfortable with reading five to 10, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to challenge myself now to read 15. And you start doing that and you can build up from there. It's a really easy thing to do. And it's an, and it's really, really simple, but this is the step that everyone misses. Everyone just goes for the 100%, going to be consistent, going to do this thing, going to go balls to the wall and doesn't actually think of, well, how am I going to get started? How am I actually going to just be good at this thing if I've never practiced it? If I'm so out of practice with it that I don't, you know, I haven't done it in a long time. How am I just automatically going to expect that I'm going to be fantastic, right? So that is something that we need to really focus on is the step of how can I simplify this down as much as possible? If it's a gratitude list, maybe instead of 15 bajillion things, you could say, I'm just going to start with five. If you're going to read, start with five, build up to 10, build to 15. Like we said, journaling, maybe you only answer one question. Maybe you just bullet journal and then you can build your way up from that and start asking yourself more in-depth questions. The third thing that you're going to do, once you've kind of simplified this down and you kind of have an understanding of what it is that you want in your morning routine, you're going to get accountable and you're also going to start choosing your rewards and celebrations. So we don't change when we feel like shit. We don't change when we feel bad. We change when we feel good and we change authentically and fully and more sustainably for the long run when we feel good about the things, the choices, the activities that we're making. So we build habits. That's just how we work. That's how our brain works. It's a habitual brain. So if we can build good habits into our brain and become accountable, we can start building these habits and allow them to take over the things that might not be the most authentic to us anymore, the things that might not be serving us as much as they used to be. Then you're going to choose something a little bit delayed as a physical reward so that when you hit that milestone, you can celebrate. But I also want you to pick something internal that celebrates you. Maybe you, every time you work out, you give yourself a high five in the mirror. If you follow me on Instagram, I take a cold shower and almost every single time I high five myself and I put it on my story to let people know I'm cheering myself on because I believe in myself and I believe what I'm doing. And it's something that I do to help me know that I'm in control of my day, that I'm the person who can outstand the challenges, that I'm the person who goes farther and does things that are uncomfortable. But that didn't start again with just like a 10 minute cold shower right out of the gate. I started with like 10, 15 seconds at the end of a hot shower. So just remember that you have to start small and you should also make these habits something that replaces and is easy to reward and allows you to be empowered when you do it. Give yourself a celebration that allows you to be empowered, to be positive and to be really excited about the the changes and the progress of the things that you're making. And then once you have 
done that, you've picked your celebrations, you're actually going to also pick out a habit tracker or a calendar or something of that kind that you can check off or mark or keep track of how you're doing and see if you're actually sticking to your goals to say the way that you think you are and the way that you say you are. You can also share it with a friend. You can share it with a coworker. You can put it up at your desk, make it again, easy, obvious, and attractive. I personally have a planner that I love that I use check marks and they're different colors based on the habit that I'm trying to make sure I'm consistent in. And every single day I check off, did I do it? Did I do it? Did I do it? Was I intentional with how I did it? Where are my streaks at right now? And I keep track of that so that I can improve based on the data. Because if you don't have data, you're not gonna get any better. So allow yourself to be accountable because it's going to take some time to build in these habits. It takes anywhere from 66 to 240 days to build a habit, depending on the intensity, depending on what it is. So be patient during this process. Be really intentional in this process, but get accountable and make yourself proud by celebrating and by rewarding yourself for the hard work and the intention that you're putting in. And then once you've done all of that, that is it. You have picked your topics You have become aware of why you need to simplify it. You need to become aware of how to stay on track with it. And now comes the action. So step four is genuinely just practicing this morning routine with progress over perfection. Okay? It will not go the same way every single day. Some days you might have 10 minutes to read. Some days you might only have two minutes to read. Some days you might have an hour. Some days you only have five minutes. But you can always do something. And that's, again, another thing that people always miss is they'll go, oh, I don't have time to do my full workout, so I'm just not going to work out at all. Oh, I don't have time to read my five pages, so I just won't read. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Five reps is better than no reps. Everything can be done if you are willing to acknowledge that fact. The other day I was doing that. I was like, oh my gosh, I only have 45 minutes till this call. It's not enough time for me to get a good workout and blah, blah, blah. And then I thought about it and I said, 20 minutes is better than no minutes though. Right? If If my goal is to work out, my goal is to be consistent, but I'm making up excuses and coming up with these weird reasons and things as to why I can't do it, then how can I expect myself to have the discipline, the motivation, and the guidance to go after those things? It's not going to be perfect. So it's about keeping the streak alive, being willing to adapt with yourself and understand and be flexible, be in flow, be graceful with yourself and give yourself the understanding as you navigate the situation that you're still new, you're still trying and that it's not meant to be perfect. So do what you want to do. Do what you can. Give it your best shot every single time and start building on it. The more that you do it, the better it gets, but it's not going to be easy right out of the gate. It's just like when you pick up a sports, like a basketball for the first time in your life. You didn't know how to shoot a three. That ball probably felt so foreign in your hands as you tried to navigate. How do I bounce and how do I catch and do I shoot with one hand, two hand, two feet? How do I do this? It didn't all make sense then, but it does now. So you have to be willing to give yourself patience through this process as you build new routines and you build new habits and you craft your own badass morning routine that it will be different and it will be imperfect, but it has to be perfect for you. You are the author of your life. You are in command of your life. But if you are constantly getting up and giving your time away and not taking any time for yourself, you can't be mad that you never have time for yourself. I'm going to just tell you that. 
you have to be willing to command your days to say, this is my time. This is my life. I control me and I control what I do and don't give my time to and when I do and don't give it to you. As much as that may sound abrasive, as much as that's tough love, it's the truth. And I understand people who have kids. I understand that there are things and situations that obviously call for a little bit more leniency. And that is something that you can navigate with these principles in your pocket. But don't wait to start because the time is going to pass regardless. And the longer that you wait the, to, to start pouring into yourself, to start commanding your day, to start getting back into control, the more that you and every single person around you suffers because you aren't your best. As much as it's easy to come, on these, to come on here and tell you all of these steps, I want you to know that this isn't something that I'm just telling you. I put this in practice every day. This morning, I had time to read because I got up earlier. Yesterday, I had zero time to read. I didn't read all at all. But I made sure that I journaled when I got to work. I made sure that I had a gratitude list. I made sure that I took care of myself throughout the day in other ways so that I could refill my cup because I didn't have the chance to do it in the morning. Because again, five minutes is better than no minutes. Doing it at all is always going to be better than not even trying. Be flexible. Be willing to work with yourself. Be understanding. Give yourself some damn grace. Go make a morning routine for yourself that truly pours into your cup and allow yourself to see the power of what what a morning routine can do for your life and can do for the lives of those around you. Now, that's all I got for today. As always, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Go create a kick-ass morning routine for yourself, and I will see you next week.